0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com.
1: Hello, this is Craig McConnell, and I'm hosting... This edition of the Ransomed Heart podcast and uh, actually just want to introduce to you uh, a segment taken from a Q&A time at our recent uh, men's conference. We had uh, several hundred men there and John kind of turned the tables on uh, the team Normally, we answer the questions the men have, and uh, John kind of surprised us and asked us some questions. And so what you're going to hear here is uh, actually two questions John puts to us on our lifestyle and how we nourish the masculine heart. Enjoy this.
0: There's a number of questions that I think ought to be asked. It's almost like... Um, I know you have questions, but let me, with your permission and by God's guidance, let me suggest the questions that ought to be asked. These are the kind of things that you ought to be wondering about. Uh, And so I was just kind of up in my room and, and listening, praying, kind of talking to God about that. So I have some questions that I want to put to the guys here
2: John, if you'd John, be willing yeah. to Are you maybe offer in? the answers that
0: You're gonna ought to be answered.
1: Are going to help us answer them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just turned to Morris and said, he's asking us the questions he thinks ought to be asked. Yeah. <laughs> we needed a briefing.
2: <clears throat> right-sized.
0: Okay. So here's, here's the first question. The question has to do with the category of lifestyle. Lifestyle. What have you found to be necessary, absolutely necessary, in order to survive in this, to thrive, to flourish, to live Mm -hmm. in this message? Been living in it for a while, walking in it for a while. There are certain lifestyle issues. And while they're kind of ruminating on that, I want to make the point that this isn't something that you lay over your life, like you throw it over like a veneer. This isn't something you just add on, right? You just sort of clip it on to your life with a bunch of other stuff, you know, like an ornament on a Christmas tree or something. This is a profoundly different approach to the gospel, to the kingdom of God, to life as a man, to the masculine journey. And so lifestyle questions are very, very important questions. How do you live? What have you discovered is crucial to live, thrive, flourish
3: yeah I, I mean what kind of comes up in me and that John is is the whole thing of holiness and but the way I think I get to holiness is a pretty messy process um, and it really has to do with specifically you know prayer life um, I kind of go to my wife and I and our life together, and a lot of times we 'll get in a big argument, a tiff, and it's through that, the messiness of that, that we go have to say stop, time out, and then say, what's really going on here? Mm -hmm. Um, We've learned and are learning and continue to learn that in the midst of that, um, we've got to just stop and pray rather than, I mean, 10 years ago, it was just, we'd have a fight and we wouldn't talk for three days. Yeah. And so... I think it's just pushing into the messiness of life with holiness. Mm -hmm. And I think prayer is the thing that most often comes to mind Mm -hmm. is, and a lot of times I have to give my wife credit. I mean, I'm so pissed off, I don't want to pray. Mm -hmm. She can really fight in the direction of that Mm -hmm. and actually bring me into it. And, you know, sometimes I I do it for her, but but I think it's that. But it's a really messy thing sometimes. sure,
1: sure. The um, the very the very first thing that just popped up was I have to respond to God, um, be responsive to Him. It just I think it's part of the season I'm in, but I mean He's just involved daily, speaking to me in ways of an environment that promotes my heart's development and care. He's speaking to me about. Um, things to do, not do, just to be responsive. Mm. Um, And right now that means, uh, you know, (coughs) exercise, that means making some choices, that means reading, It means listening to the music I enjoy. Um, But being responsive. I, I think my lifestyle, I think I'm learning that he knows best mm. each day. Yep. I've never prayed like I'm praying now. and you know, it's embarrassing to say that, but even that was a response to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's a lot of things I do, but it yep. feels like that's the quick answer. Yeah, that's good.
2: John, I think for me, I guess I've learned to frame that question to myself as how do I cultivate a habitat for the heart? A place that's ready to receive what God's bringing because for years it was just barren. It was dry. And so God was coming mm. and I was missing it. Mm. And, and just so some personal examples for me, it's kind of think of daily bread. What's daily and then more long term, you know, weekly and yearly. And for daily for me, as you guys know, so much of my posing in my false self is just being driven. And uh, so one like a daily discipline is an antidote is just silence and solitude with 10 minutes every day, uh, where I don't do anything. Yes. And it's so disruptive and it's risky and it feels, um, hard. It never seems to get easier. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but 10 minutes where I'm not being productive Mm. and, um, I just am with the father Mm. and that that's enough, Mm. not even praying. I'm Mm. just with God. And uh, so just finding those daily mm-hmm. disciplines and also as a, you know, a guy in my season of life in the thirties, means so much of it is wisdom revelation being on the wisdom side. So Craig taught me this is a proverb every day where I'm just soaking in a piece of wisdom. Yes. But then there's seasons of it where, you know, just pray for words from God mm-hmm. annually. And this year, God, you know, you guys all know unfortunately, Um, that, you know, I was praying for God about the year, and and he said, son, you know, you you live in fifth gear, and you need a second, third, and fourth, and shoot for second this year, and knowing I might hit fourth, and uh, it's really disruptive, because I don't have those gears, and I'm trying to find them, and so then God just will cultivate that as a lifestyle and just the word is throttle back i just feel like god's saying throttle back in every category and i can do fifth year but i really suck at fourth and third and yeah. so it's really good for cultivating that intimacy yeah. um, it's really uncomfortable to throttle back yeah
0: yeah that's good um i think for me i would say pace of life there is a pace of life by which you can experience right. god There's a pace of life by which you can hear, by which you can live reasonably. And and I have only recently accepted that reality, Mm -hmm. that I just blast. I attack the day. I charge. I go hard. And uh, choosing deliberately to change my pace of life so that I don't burn out. You know, I want to do this for the long haul. I, I don't want to flame out here. And so I have to do the daily prayer. And I have to do it first thing in the morning. I have to. That is not an option, mm-hmm. lifestyle-wise. You know. Um, the second question is, is related to this, but it's coming in from a different angle. And specifically, how do you nourish your heart as a man? What do you do for that masculine heart? How do you nourish it? Where do you find nourishment? I mean, do you? And what does intentionality there look like?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not enough. Um, Yeah, I mean, John, you say that, and I'm immediately uncomfortable. Um, In my case, a whole lot of stuff's been lost, taken, or stolen. But one thing I do well um, is hang around other good men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's huge. That's huge. The company of men for me is huge. And that's the first thing.
2: John, one piece for me that just is so central um, is being out in nature... And, uh, you know, as you know, I I love bow hunting, and that's something we do annually that's just awesome, but it has so little to do with hunting. Mm -hmm. It has to do with nourishment, of being in a place where I'm reminded that um, there's something much bigger than me that I can't control, Mm -hmm. because so much of my world, the the lie is you make it happen, Mm -hmm. and you can control it. So it just feels like an antidote. So finding that seasonally, but then just, you know three four five days a week i'm outdoors exercising and just being on a trail with dust and cold and rain and just feeling that um there's yeah. something about that it just ministers in a way that the just the manufactured world doesn't bring
3: right it's true you know i think what comes to mind for me is uh i think in the past what uh i love to do but part of it was my pose but because it was just activity and the kind of activity I, I love to do. And there's certain things about activity that still I thrive on, um, that I love activity in my life. But I think where I'm getting nourishment now is almost the antithesis of that, is planning some time where I do absolutely nothing. That
0: is so new for you.
3: Yeah, it really is. And it's, this has just happened, in, I think, in the past you know, few months that I'm starting to do, and it was so uncomfortable because I felt so unproductive in it. Um, But what I found was, is you kind of fight through the warfare of that, and then I begin to kind of hear God speak to me in ways that I all of a sudden was giving him room to do that in. So, um, you know, I, I still thrive on the activity, but... That is growing, and it is a a source of nourishment Mm -hmm. for my masculine heart.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I hope you're writing the questions down because I'm actually posing them for your benefit. You ought to be asking yourself, what do I do to nourish my masculine heart? Because the culture that we live in is highly androgynous. I mean it's it's emasculating, it's vanilla, it's numb, it's it's bland, it's it tries to reduce and minimize the differences between the genders. And you are male through and through. Mm-hmm. It is how you bear the image of God. And so I began to notice that I wasn't doing things intentionally. I'd have the I'd have the occasional experience where I'd work on, you know, Sam's car, and I'd go, I love this. How come I do this once a year? You know, I'd go fishing, and I, I'd come back and go, I absolutely love this. Why do I do this so seldom? I just noticed how little intentionality yeah, there was. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I mean, I've tried to change that. The magazines that I subscribe to are the kinds of things, you know, Eastman's Bowhunting Journal, Gray's Sporting Journal, National Geographic Adventure Magazine. I mean, there are things that, those speak to me, you know? And then the, the shows that I watch, I mean, March Madness, right? College basketball, there's certain things I do. <laughs> I love it. It nourishes me. I'm, I'm dead serious. This is, I, and, and I have to choose this. I have to choose it because life doesn't bring this to you. You have to be intentional about it. Um, I'm not sure why you found
2: that. They're
0: they're laughing at your buddy here. Oh, I went to give you a high five.
1: And and you dismissed me. Insane. Well, there you have it. Thank you for listening to this version of the Ransom Heart podcast. As you probably know, you can get more information about Other resources and about us by going to our iTunes store or ransomedheart.com.